This is a podcast from National Music Camp 2019. Hi, I'm Stella Joseph Jurecki, and you're listening to New Music at NMC, a 2019 National Music Camp podcast. This year, we have four young composers at National Music Camp. They've each written a 10-minute piece, which will be performed at the end of camp by tutors and students. Tom Misson is a composer from Tasmania who has had his music played on ABC Classic FM and performed by the Hobart Wind Symphony and the Tasmanian Discovery Orchestra. I asked Tom how he first found himself composing music. Well, I used to play piano from the age of 12. I never had any particularly long periods where I was super disciplined at practicing. I found curiosity getting the better of me and playing around with any chords I found or, or just elaborating on rhythms I'd learned from pieces. But I didn't start composing until about 18. I felt a bit constricted by and a little bit inauthentic in my music expression. Playing works that didn't necessarily speak to me just because they were test pieces for competitions or, or, or whatever. It started off as an extension to improvising and then as I learned more it just became, you know, fascination with the nuts and bolts of music. That's sort of where I am now. So at what point did you realise you wanted to pursue composition further? I think by about my third year third year of uni, I was pretty convinced that composing was the best way to satisfy my curiosities about music. I still perform a little and conduct a little and write a little. I do I do things other than composing to, to complement it. But yeah, I think that is where my musical temperament and skills are put to best use. But I'm sort of happy, happy doing whatever as long as it's music. Could you name a living composer who inspires you? I would say um, Thomas Addis is the most inspiring composer to me. I think he manages to to take very familiar ideas and materials and give us a really fresh perspective on traditions in classical music. It's very easy music to appreciate, but it still utilises a, a really wide range of, of modern techniques, you know, like new complexity sort of style rhythms and contrapuntal techniques. Yeah, I think he has a really good handle on music history and he's also a really wonderful performer. He's a fantastic pianist. He's done solo works and he's done a few operas and recently he did some film music as well. But I think orchestra is his, seems to be his favourite. So how would you describe the sound world of your music? Well, it's still, it's still developing, but I think I've gotten to a point where I feel I can, I feel I can communicate more. Um, honestly and authentically through my music, which is which is great. But yeah, describing the sound world is is difficult. I followed Thomas Addis, his approach a little bit by trying to absorb lots of modernist techniques and changing the, the harmonic world or the rhythmic world that surrounds it. And I like finding very extreme ends of the emotional spectrum. All right, very thick and very thin, very fast and very slow. I enjoy finding out what the ensemble I'm writing for can, can do at those extremes. Has the camp and working with Melody changed your approach to composition? Absolutely. It's just opened up my world a bit further. You know, the, the musical world gets bigger and bigger the more you learn about it. The workshopping with the instrumentalists has been fantastic. I had no idea that the left hand of the clarinet 
had identical fingerings to the bassoon, which is it's a great shortcut for composers when they're, when they're trying to write for these instruments, knowing things like that. And you can't find them in orchestration books. You know, there's no substitute for working with instrumentalists themselves. And working with Melody's been fantastic. She's very patient and down to earth, but super knowledgeable and been discussing philosophy and electronic music. We're doing some score study really soon. It's just what I needed during the summer. So would you describe yourself as a full-time composer? Full-time musician, maybe. I spend the, the bulk of my time composing, but there are times where playing the piano has to take precedence. If I have a lot of accompaniment work or I'm playing with chamber musicians and sometimes teaching takes precedence when my students have exams. So, yeah, it chops and changes. It's very much a case of cobbling together as many jobs as you can. I have about nine uh, at the moment so which is full on but I would like to devote more of my time to composing and teaching but I'm working my way there I can't be quite so picky at the moment but yeah hopefully that can change one day. So what would you say is the most challenging thing about composing? It comes very natural to me if I have a generous deadline I find it quite easy then if I'm not under enormous amounts of stress I have a problem with writing quickly I have a problem with going with my gut instinct and not questioning it for quite a long time. That's something I need to work on. (laughs) And this period of my life has actually been very good for that. I've had to write lots of pieces quite quickly, actually. I think that creativity on, on demand where you don't have too much time for introspection and to let your most authentic thoughts filter through and sometimes it's a mixture of gut instinct and technique. And there are times where I, just to speed up the process, I have to think about what I was writing a few years ago. I have to actually go back to something that is not new to me. You're sort of chopping and changing between them. So you have to develop, but at the same time, you you have to meet your deadlines. So, yeah, I'd say that's the most difficult part for me. Can you tell us a bit about the piece you've written for National Music Camp? Sure. It's very inventively titled Three Pieces for Orchestra. The three pieces are orchestral miniatures, So the first one is called abscission, which is the process of trees shedding their leaves and and fruit in the autumn. And it's sort of a tribute to Yogi Lisi. He uses his lamento motif, which is his violin concerto and requiem and his piano etudes. It's it's everywhere in his music. But it's been, the sound world has been shifted slightly to be a bit more plaintive and a bit less brutal. (laughs) So the second piece is called Race to Parnassus, which is a reference to Gratis and Parnassum, the Debussy piano piece, in which there's this sort of this satire about piano practice, the nature of piano practice. And it sort of rushes through all these different scales and arpeggios and, and keys. And a lot of the material is diatonic, just like you would find in Clementi's Gratis and Parnassum. So it's very much built around the basics of piano practice, but it's this kind of wacky, asymmetrical, like it's almost got a, a Mario Kart kind of sound world to it. It's a bit, it's a bit silly. And the third piece is called Hymnal Soundscape, where I've tried to imitate the resonances and capabilities of an organ in orchestral writing. So I've treated the instruments like having new stops on or off. So it's got this uh, very religious-sounding choral-style writing, 
with little bits of sort of free material around it, sort of turning it into a, a soundscape. You'll now hear Tom's piece, Three Pieces for Orchestra.
The music you have heard was performed by an ensemble made up of tutors and participants at National Music Camp 2019. This podcast was produced and edited by Stella Joseph Jurecki and Maddie Chwoster, with assistance from Jakub Gaudashinsky and Philip Samets. The opening music is an excerpt from Melody Ertversch's piece Wild October Jones. For more podcasts about the 2019 National Music Camp composers and about National Music Camp in general, check out the AYO website. <laughs>